everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 384. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on with the weather? It was nice for a little while. Yeah, it was still kind of nice when I went out earlier, but it's supposed to get a little bit balls-to-the-wall colder this coming weekend. It's supposed to be in the 20s on Thursday. Oh, oh. great. I, I feel my balls screaming bloody murder right about now. Christ. Oh, man. We are live tonight, week of November 20th, 2018, right here on the VOG Network. Jesus, where did the time go? I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. Oh, stupid cable. There we go. I'm sitting here wondering where my phone is. It's sitting on the other side of the keyboard, and it hasn't even charged. I haven't put it, plugged it into charge, and the cable fell. But anywho. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Or you can also use webchat.gamesearch.net for any issues. And the chat room is Vogue. If you have a chat client such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla, you can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Um, you can also head on over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. There is a link in the chat on that page there that will bring you to the chat room if you have Chatzilla. And we're also here on Discord. You can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Basically, come on in. The water is fine. Um, all of the, basically, all of the Vogue Network shows, basically, some of them have their own um, channels. So come through, relax, and have a good time. And also let y'all know, check-ins are now live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. If you're listening on the podcast feed, the syndicated feed through your device, such as Android, Windows Mobile, BlackBerry, iPhone, through an uh, app that downloaded the episode, there is a passphrase somewhere in the episode. When you hear it, head on over to vognetwork.com and earn your VOG points. I think that's kind of easy and simple enough. Oh, man. So how is everybody tonight? Uh, it's been a long weekend. <clears throat> I believe Pardon it. me. Alright, so we'll go ahead and kick things off with, um, how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, well, another anime convention, of course. And we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, after work yesterday, I was second tired of being second tired so i decided to go straight to a nearby hospital after work mm-hmm. oh my god yeah i understand that it was crowded there but they were still slow as fuck and it took me like i, I pretty much got there at like three o'clock or so mm-hmm. and i didn't get home until like 20 after 11 frankly i'm not surprised because basically unless you are dying or bleeding you'll have to wait your turn well, I know that, but there was not that many people ahead of me. But uh, beside that, I they ran they ran a whole bunch of tests, you know, on all that good shit, and it's not a pneumonia anymore; it's bronchitis. Mm. 
So they gave me <clears throat> another inhaler and a, another round of medicine to take. And it's been working all right so far, I guess. Well, that's good. And today I went out and got myself a new headset because the microphone, my old one would stop working and I was talking through the microphone on my webcam last week. Mm, I will say this. When a brand you told me Corsair, their stuff's good and I can't complain. I mm -hmm. yeah. Got a Corsair Void Pro. It's wireless. There's a little adapter sticking on my USB port in my computer. So I, I feel a lot better sitting here talking now because I don't have the I'm not like having a wire across me and shit. I will say you sound a lot sharper, a lot crisper, you know? Thanks. You got it. And now it's just uh, waiting for this week to finally pass because Thanksgiving's Thursday and I'm not really a fan of this holiday. Trust me, I know that feel all too well. And I really can't stand turkey anymore, so that also doesn't help. I don't mind turkey, but uh, I grew up where I think it was on Christmas, on Thanksgiving it was turkey, and on Christmas it was ham. Hmm. So well, I just you know grew tired of it after a couple years at home. Gotcha. And well, uh, <clears throat> it's just waiting out the rest of the year at this point. I think. Alright. So yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Cool. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um... Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, my week was, you know, work and boring bullshit. And my day was work and boring bullshit. <laughs> <clears throat> So in other words, a normal, typical day for Mandy from Grim Adventures. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of my holiday shopping done this past week, um, which completely killed my bank account until I get paid again. Because, yeah, you know, getting all of the early Black Friday deals for various things. Mm -hmm. But... At least, you know, most of my shopping is out of the way, which is very, very nice, but it cuts down on my actual Black Friday shopping. But True. I'll live. All right. And then, yeah, other than that, I have a crap ton of pie. Um, and then tomorrow night, I will probably get some stuff together and... Veg out in front of the TV. And, yeah, get ready for Thursday. Mmm, turkey Thursday. Mmm. Mm -hmm. Followed by, mmm, pie. I have so much pie now. So, work gives us an apple pie. So, the apple pie is coming with me for Thanksgiving. And then one of my co-workers, uh... Her daughter is, you know, in cheer and doing sales and crap like that. So I purchased two pies from her. <laughs> so by the end of tomorrow, I will have an apple pie, a pecan pie, and a blueberry crumble sitting in my fridge. And I was going to do an apple crisp, but, but now I don't know that I'm going to do that. 
because I have a lot of pie now. <laughs> pie so don't early. bring pie this weekend? Uh, no. Okay. No, we need actual food for this weekend because nobody answered me, so I have nothing except, you know, frozen leftover chicken wings. I'll bring a side or two. Okie dokie. We'll figure out what we'll do what we'll do for the main course. I figured we've got plenty of time that we can probably decide it on uh, Friday. But yeah, nobody answered me on whether or not we were gonna get Popeye's turkey, so now we're not getting Popeye's turkey. Cutoff date already passed. Uh considering Thanksgiving is in two days, yes. No, they offered turkey. Yep. Yeah, you have to order it off of their catering menu, and I think you have to order it like four or five days in advance, at least. Mm, I kind of, I, eh, I really would have wanted to try that, but oh well, another time. Yeah, considering it's looking like there's only going to be three of us, meh. Well, a friend of mine, you know her, she's having a thing, so probably we could roll over there or something like that. I, whatever works, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Well, besides going up to AAC, and we'll talk about that, and, you know, a couple of people are still giving me shit that I didn't c stick around for the, home, for the quote unquote hometown con of Anime NYC. To go to AAC, but like I said, I got New England peeps up there, and I and I I promise I'd come back. So I'm, a, I basically a man of my word. So you know, that was all well and good. Um, I'm going through my list of stuff for Black Friday shopping. And come to find out that the $200 PlayStation 4 went on <coughs> sale yesterday. So I'm like, well, fuck. Now common sense should have dictated I should have gone on on Target site, ordered it. And then in-store pickup today. I didn't even think to, because I figured, let me just go in, grab it, and just and just walk. No, they were sold out. Because it kept saying limited stock, so I talked to the guy, and he just looks at he just looks at me funny. I'm like, and he goes, We don't have it. I'm like, can you check if you're getting any in? And he's like, I wouldn't know. I can't help you, sorry. If I was holding a Xbox 360 power brick, I would have smacked them across the face with it. <laughs> so, but as you know, a lot of retail sites, there, there are people who have links that can get you directly into their inventory system. And I checked and there was none. So I actually found their customer service desk and spoke to somebody. And he basically told me there may be some coming in tomorrow or Thursday best thing to do is call and see if they can hold one for you or order online and i appreciate that it was not the answer that i wanted but it was still an answer you know um but other than that that's basically has been it uh, tomorrow i will now that i'm fully rested i'm going to start on editing uh some photos and videos i'm probably gonna end up jumping the line and work on the aac photos now and get the videos edited um, I think I could probably knock a couple of the videos out tonight and upload them. Um, I decided to sit down over the next last couple of days and binge on Titans, and holy shit, it's really good. 
I mean, wow. I'm just... I'm just shocked. It was really good. It was a lot better than what I expected it to be, so... And that's basically is it. Um... So, like, as as uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we'll be discussing AAC, and after that, if we have time, we got some some awesome news we're going to talk about, and some surprising news as well. We'll we'll see if we can figure that out. Um, also, um, don't forget we will be transitioning to Twitch TV after the holiday break. Um, you can you'll be able to find us at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session or something like that, and we'll be doing you'll be seeing it live. Uh, most likely, it'll just be between me, Ari, Ichigo, as she comes on. We'll be swapping it back and forth, stuff like that. We'll just make it fun and interactive. If it's if we can figure out how to have like caricatures of the other staffers on the screen, we'll, we'll do that because that that's kind of cool. So it, it's going to be a giant clusterfuck for the first few episodes, but it'll be fun. Um, but that doesn't mean we're not going to be uploading the shows um, to to iTunes and Google Podcasts and so forth. We'll still be doing that. Don't worry. But we'll just be doing it live with video. And I'm going to have to get a green screen now. And now I have a reason to cycle through all, all like, 30-plus geek shirts that I have. I, <laughs> I have shirts going back at least 10, 15 years. Interestingly enough, they still fit, and I'm kind of blessed and thankful for that. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we're gonna talk about AAC. Um, let's see. Here's the. Okay, Link. Who? Sorry, that's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> my mother's asking how early uh, I'm coming over on Thursday. So now we get to tell her I have no idea. Well, I will. Well, as re, in regards to if you haven't figured out, I'm hanging out with Mako for for Thanksgiving because I got enough because I'm not I'm not I don't feel like staying at home. So if I can get the PS4 situated tomorrow, I will be over there early. If I can't, well, I'll just be going out there. I'll just pick up my console out there and just and just roll from there, something like that. So. That's it. All right, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about AAC. So we'll be back.
All right. Now, before we get into uh, tonight's show, um, you know, during the breaks, we kind of web surf and look at stuff. And Ari. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something before I, ta before I tag you in this. What? According to the NHL, Gritty nominates himself for Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Because of course he would. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I, I I can't hate. I absolutely cannot hate. I mean, I I, I can't. Neither can I, really. And it, I, I mean, it won't happen because nobody takes internet suggestions seriously like this. So I mean, come, come on. Um, I mean, I, I I think it's plausible. I mean, wasn't last year's person of the year not a person but an idea or something like that? I don't remember. Same, but yeah, I I I, I think it, it, it's plausible. Mm. And uh, <coughs> currently, <coughs> pardon and, me. And you know, and I, as I was talking about my weekend day, uh, Bob Coffee mentioned in our chat at live.vognetwork.com that I should hit up Walmart. I I just want to let y'all know. I understand in America, Walmart's a thing. In New York City, there's no such thing as a Walmart. You got a Kmart, you got a Target, you got a Sears. Going away soon. But no Walmart. Yeah, I never noticed that about New York City. They will not build uh, they refuse they will not allow Walmart to build one here, plain as day. Huh. How and about then, that? Yes, Dark Tet. So your Kmart is still a thing in New York City. They have two flagship locations in new york city one in penn station and one by nyu and the one in penn station is now getting competition from a target one block over that's a third of the size of the kmart what does that tell you <laughs> and uh the thing is i was talking about i was mentioning the ps4 and i'm like and i was saying to bob that all the retailers are selling them now, and now he's saying that the ones they're locked up at the registers and his are in lockdown in the back. But I'm telling you, if you go on the website right now, you can literally order the PlayStation Four with the spot with Spider-Man and pick it up the next t today or tomorrow. And for the record, I'm talking about the special PS4 Spider-Man bundle. That's 200 bucks. I'll tell you this: if I can't get one this year. I will wait till next year to pick till next Black Friday to pick one up. Plain as day. So, anywho, let's get into uh, tonight tonight's uh, epic adventures. All right. So, another anime con AAC. As I said, I didn't go last year uh, because a, a staff member got married, so I went to her wedding, and we figured you know we'll just wait until next year. Lo and behold. I don't think I, I I realized at first when they announced their dates. I said I'm going. It was also the same dates as AAC. I mean Anime NYC, and I said I'm still going. Why? A promise to my friends I have not seen in over a year. I'm coming back to see them. I didn't see all of them because a couple of them were busy staffing, and others did not want to because of the cost and the trek, which I totally get and I understand. The convention was very transparent about things. Long story short, they couldn't host in the regular hotel because it was going through renovations. So they're hoping to get back at that hotel for next year. And hopefully the same dates. That's basically the long and short of it. But as you know, normally we, we when we go to cons, we will roll together. 
But since Ari was getting out of work at three, and I can tell you, even though with Google Maps, it'll say it takes about six hours for him to pick me up and then hit, get up to Manchester. I know with New York and New Jersey traffic, we would not have gotten up there until like close to 11 o'clock midnight, which has happened a couple of times before. So I took the train up early. See, I didn't even know that there was an incoming snowstorm because I had already paid, took care of my tickets and all, all that good stuff. So, Oh, boy. Yes. So I got up there Thursday in relatively good time. Now, you have to understand, AC, the con was a lot smaller than, last, than prior years. Uh, I mean, with the layout and the logistics, the dealer's room and Artist Alley was in a heated tent outside of the hotel. And it wasn't no schlep like that one year Amy Boston put the dealer's room in, in, the, in the castle that was like two blocks down the way. I mean, you go right outside of the hotel, you see the tent right there. You walk down the ramp, and you're inside. So that was good. And it was heated. That made double extra points. So what I basically did on Thursday was just relax and unwind. Everybody's talking about the snow. And I'm like, what snow? I don't see a damn thing up this way. So I'm not too worried about it. So <laughs> we're, gonna, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Basically, I just relaxed with a friend, had lunch. Picked up some stuff from Market Basket because I forgot my razor. So, you know, I went and got um, disposables, which I have here. I'm going to keep in the house because there are those times, you know, a regular shave works wonders and lasts a lot longer than an electric. But whatever. So that was it. Um, there wasn't really anyone around to hang out with. So, you know, I, kind of, I basically chilled in my room and caught up with She-Ra and some other shows I was watching. And I figured, you know... I will wait up for Ari so, since um, he's on his way. Now, one of the things I did do Thursday, what was cool, they had some, they had a couple of events going on. One was a mini marathon of My Hero Academia. So I went with my friend Robin and, and I watched it. Now, this is the first time I have watched the dub of My Hero Academia. And I have to admit, it's really good. I liked what they did. I mean, granted, some of the mouth flapping is slightly off, but when it comes to anime... You, you that, that, that comes with the territory. Yeah, it's it should there should be no surprise to anyone, but it's still good. So that was around ten o'clock. That was over. I went back up to my room. I looked out the window, and it was snowing. I was like, "Oh shit!" So I decided to you know order delivery because there was a Domino's pizza two blocks up the way. So I figured it can't be that bad. So. I look on the website and it says carry out only. Now, let me tell you something. If I had brought my boots, I would have made that schlep to Domino's, got the food and came back. But I didn't. So I just ordered, you know, and I called the restaurant and saw, figured that they could deliver it. The manager said that because of the weather, no deliveries at all. Which I understood. I didn't want to really argue, but you know, I'm right here at the hotel, which I explained, and he's and the guy understood. You know, he understood where I was coming from, but I totally get it. It's bad weather. You don't want to be going out. So I ended up going downstairs to the hotel restaurant, went up to the bar and ordered some, a couple of two dollar drafts and some wings that were really good. And what was and on top of that. 
I was able to take a beer back to the room. So I was like, even better. Uh, watched more TV and waited till Ari arrived about 3.30 that morning. But I was already dead to the world by 3. And one of the things, I didn't, I didn't tell the front desk this, but I'll probably send it in an email when I do my, like, my satisfaction survey. Our door wouldn't close all the way. You would, yeah, it did get stuck a bunch of times. Yeah, I, I just think the way the door is, I think when they put the new locks on, the digital locks, that might be causing it not to close all the way because of the thickness. They need to like kind of fix that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that was basically my Thursday. Ari, do you want to summarize your Thursday for us? Well, if I could summarize it one word, it would be... Fuck! <laughs> I but, feel you, brother. But the long version is this. I, I had the car loaded up, you know, when I went to work the mor- in the morning. I even had a, a a different, you know, winter coat to put on because a while ago, we when we all got new uh, work clothes, we were allowed to order things like that. And I got a nice uh, big, big heavy... Uh, coat that's all like in yellow reflective stuff mm-hmm. you know like it it's like a winter coat and a safety vest all in one right 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 so I like switch that off with the, with the uh burgundy colored thing you saw me wearing that weekend <clears throat> so you know this and uh it was like two about three o'clock by the time i fully got on the road and by then the snow had been going for about uh six hours or so you know, it was, it looked like it was just enough to make a mess. You know how that goes? Mm-hmm. But the state was not ready for it, apparently. <laughs> because as I drove further north, the roads were less and less, you know, fully paved over and, le- and not as salted. And by the time I got to New York, well, not New York, but like the exits that would take me to New York. Mm-hmm. I got stuck in a gigantic wall of traffic, and I'm get I'm getting stir crazy sitting in my car. I'm like barely moving an inch, and I'm just like, okay, you know that like for like an hour on end. And and keep in mind, my GPS had rerouted me because the original path would have apparently fucking worse than that. So, I finally move enough distance, and I find that, oh, there's a jackknifed 18-wheeler blocking three and a half lanes of traffic. So, we're all barely squeaking by it one at a time. You, you know, I could, I, could, I could just see y'all just going at that slow speed, and the dude with the, with the tuba just playing in the background as y'all just move an inch at a time. You hear the Tom... You hear the uh, screams that Tom from Tom and Jerry makes. Yeah. Ah! Just imagine that playing in my, in my head in an infinite loop. I, I, I believe it. I believe it. <coughs> but yeah, so it took me up and uh, over and around New York City. And traffic was still a mess going up there because the blizzard was gradually moving further and further north, which is why you start seeing snow at, at like 10 or when you did. Because it was around like, uh, let's say, nine-ish or so that I got into New York State. Yeah, I was stuck in New Jersey on the turnpike for six hours. 
nobody should be stuck in Jersey for that long period. Yeah, I, I, I did not see myself wanting to get out of the state that badly until that day. So yeah, like, and as I'm driving through Mass, through Massachusetts and Connecticut, they're also not very quick on the uptake with the roads because you know, I'm, uh, granted, I'm not like plowing into people or like no one on the roads like, like half hit in the ass and oh god, what do I do? What do I do when the snow falls? But you know, I've come in the lanes that were not properly cleared not properly you know plowed so i have plowed into more than my share of snow banks granted there are like like a couple inches of snow and i was just enough to make my car like dance around and like as long as they just you know let off the brake like let off the gas and just like take my time steering it but yeah like it's going through massachusetts going through connecticut like going through connecticut massachusetts I finally, finally make my way up to the hotel. It is about 3 o'clock in the morning. I And I am still very, very sick. So in, in between fits of coughing when I'm driving up and, and the cold, I'm like, <coughs> like that, like wheezing and like mm-hmm. breathing heavily, just uh, standing and walking around. I mean, granted, I... Got the information for the uh, for the room for you ahead of time, and at the door was open because it wasn't fucking shut all the way. Right. So I finally, you know, dragged myself into the room at about three thirty in the morning. Just leave my my bag and my uh, coat there, and just like strip down and just get right in the bed. And I was just like out in like minutes. I I, I legitimately do not blame you. I, I don't. So yeah, that's how Thursday went for me. Wasn't it fun? <laughs> <sighs> and now on the Thursday, on the Friday. All right. Um, now that we get down to Friday. Nothing started until noon, which was opening ceremonies. Which I think is really good. Now... I I kind of think that like dirt cons during the summer opening ceremony should be around noon outside like normal outside of that. I think it should start about three or four o'clock when more people are making their way to the con, you know, but I, I, I totally get that. Now I didn't, I, I caught <coughs> ceremonies. It, it was, it was your basic rundown of all the hosts and so of all the, the guests. So it was cool. From there, let's see. I'm looking at the schedule now. Now, one thing about AAC that I like, it's not too small and it's not too big. This is one of those cons where you will be able to enjoy going to the dealer's room, artist alley, panels, um, main events, and taking pictures and all that cool stuff. That That's pretty cool. That's what I like. Now... One of the first things that I did um, was after that, I walked around and I went over to the Whose Line Is It anime panel. Basically, it's run by AAC's game show staff. And it, think of it, it's basically Whose Line Is It anyway, but with an anime style where, you know, the people that are 
the celebrity hosts or contestants are either in cosplay or all the all the games, all the mini games, they're all in character from things ranging from anime characters, anime events, uh, things that happen at a convention and being a staffer and stuff. That was fun. I didn't record this one, but it, it was really good. I do did notice there were some people there, you know, recording from their phones. So I would definitely tell you, go over to YouTube and check it out. Now, after that, I went over and checked out the 18 plus match game, which we do have a recording of, which I would like to get up on the web, up on our YouTube page soon. Now, maybe because I'm a little spoiled, I understand that when you do a game show adaptation at a convention, it's not like watching an actual game show on TV. But we have technology. We have computers. You can create like a game show template in PowerPoint, Flash if you're good, or you can, pro you can actually download gener generic software and do it in, in a game show style with the colors and fonts and so forth, which is really cool. So that was that's basically was 18 plus match game. It kind of sucked because no, they were they didn't have the music. There were a couple of people in the audience playing the music on their phones, and they did the rules slightly different for for match game. It was basically you know, one person takes a turn you know guessing like in mat, the match work the match the phrases. After each person went, I believe the third one was it was open for both sides, and then after those three rounds, whoever won. Whoever had the most amount of points would win, and they would move on to the next set of two people. And I have to say, this was kind of ballsier than to have the 18-plus match game so early in the day at around 5 o'clock. That was just loud and raunchy as fuck. But it was fun, though. Don't get me wrong. It was fun. Well, as long as they are checking IDs or checking badges, doesn't matter when they do it. I guess, but, you know, I'm just so used to... 18 plus events being later in the night but but what, what what AAC does they know you're 18 plus or not by your badge the, the color code if your badge is black then you are of age which is cool and simple and straight to the point <coughs> then over that then from there I went over to the Friday night gala now normally when they have their um their formals you have to have a ticket to go to get in this time, there was no ticket. You you went. And I did brought my formal Luigi. It was fun. I danced with my friend Kayla, who was, um, she had the big, white, fluffy uh, Khaleesi dragon's dress or something like that. And that, uh, that was pretty nice. Um, I ended up dancing with someone who came as Belle. And, and I, I danced with her twice. First time when she showed up. The second time was, we're all just hanging out there in the in the room. And someone on the playlist was Beauty and the Beast. And everyone was asking where was the Bell cosplayer. I went outside and walked like a couple of feet up the way. And I saw her and I told her and, you know, we kind of danced to that song. Then after that, a bunch of us sat around the table and started playing like, we played like a few rounds of Cards Against Humanity. So, I mean, I, I have to say, normally uh, Friday night uh, formals, they do tend to be a bit like a high school dance, you know even though they try to keep it, you know, as formal as possible. But it's still cool. But this one, it was not so much. 
you could tell there are some people who did come to dance, but they end up leaving 15, 20 minutes later. And I'd have to say, there the girl the guy ratio was like totally high. I mean, like I could tell, I could count on one hand how many dudes, including myself, were in the, were in the in the in the gala, which was still fun. I didn't stay for the full thing because this was a three hour event. Now, I know that some conventions, it'll be like an hour and a half or two hours. I think uh, formal should be about two hours. That should be fine. And I don't think it should be so as early as six. Maybe I'm, it should be like closer to seven or eight. But, you know, that, that's just me. I'm just going by times that I'm used to from cons I've, I've attended. So, so I, I left at about eight. And then I went back to the room and... Wasn't it about Ari? Wasn't it about the time we ordered food? Uh, was that Friday night when yeah. we? Uh, yeah, we ordered Chinese. Yeah, because here's the thing. Now, technology has come a long way. So, right across the street from the hotel is a small shopping center where there is a, there's a Hobby Lobby, a Chick Fil A, Market Basket, Applebee's, pizzeria, Chinese food, and a sandwich shop. So, given how it was from Thursday night because I tried to order Chinese because on the website they were open till 10 so I go into DoorDash and they're like closed I was just like fuck but anywho now that I understand so we end up ordering and kind of ordering in and relaxing and the food was really good so I can't, can't complain about that mm -hmm. from there I went to a panel called when is cosplay consent a guide to cosplay kink now, I thought the panel was going to be more along the lines of, you know, where do you draw the line in consent and kink when it comes to cosplay? But it was more like an informal uh, panel about, you know, cosplay and the adult BDSM lifestyle, incorporating it and so forth. It was, it was interesting. A couple of things I did learn that most of the... Most of the cosplayers on Cosplay Deviants are professional models, and the moderator had his opinion about about the Bowsette cosplays, which I did agree to a certain point, but that's just my personal opinion, and that's something we're not going to discuss here. Basically, he was just talking about, you know, how to incorporate, you know, cosplay and the adult lifestyle like if you want it to be if you want to do cam work photography videos um comparing it to american style of uh of videos of cosplay compared to the japanese style and so <laughs> forth that uh, that's basically what it was and it, and it was pretty good um we go back to our chat room here at live at vognetwork.com Bob Coffey says opening ceremonies is a lost art for conventions. I kind of agree. I know Zenkaikon every year they have a theme for the whole, for the convention and they use that theme with their opening ceremonies. Like one year they had a uh, a Roman style the theme was was like ro was Roman Roman and togas and I was asked to use I guess my voice to do the net like that to announce the the um to announce to get the uh, everybody that was going to be part of opening ceremonies done in the style from it's showtime at the Apollo and with the really bad you know Roman style like 
Who remembers Captain N, the Game Master? I do. Remember how Kid Icarus talked all the time? I, he randomly stuck Icarus at the end of words? Basically that, yep. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess, I believe, if I remember right, I think um, this year's theme for Zenkai was like mysteries and stuff. So they kind of had something going. That was really cool. And I think next year is Supernatural. So I expect to see a lot of Supernatural cosplayers showing up. Let's continue on with this convention, please. Okay. All right. 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 Now it's already 1015 and you're still on Friday. Oh, well, I'm, I'm coming down to the end. I'm coming down to the end. All right. Then. I checked out two more panels. Uh, Tatum WTF. Long story short, J. Michael Tatum had a panel where it's 18 plus. You get called on. He flips a coin. If if he wins, he asks you a question. If you win, you ask him a question. And it's pretty much anything you want it to ask and it can just get is it a race to the bottom of the barrel yes we're talking a race to not just to the bottom but 12 feet below the barrel huh. I-, I asked him a question about being a top bottom or a switch and he answered that all gay men go through that that entire phase before they're like 40 or something like that and I'm just sit I'm just standing there just like fuck but um, that, 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 that's one of those panels where you had to be there for it. And the last panel I went to was Drinking and Dragons, the Arby's Countdown. It's basically, oh, my God. It's NerdFit Network. I will just say this. <coughs> it's D&D with bro dudes who know how to play D&D and a lot of alcohol drinking. That's all you, oh, need, yeah. to, that, that's all you need to know. If you want to know more about that... um. Check out the video we recorded of that, which will be on our YouTube page soon. And yeah, that, I was at that panel too. That was my Friday. Our oh, what, what? <laughs> how was uh, yours? So, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, with everything, with nothing starting until noon, and there was no game room, I was like, you know, stalling and like lingering around the hotel room for uh, extended periods of time. So I. First panel I went to was a uh, "Are you smarter than a weeaboo?" Which, as it turns out, is just another fan-run game show, run in the style of Jeopardy. Because of because shut up. I mean, it's a fast way to get through the game show in a way, but I kind of get it. I you know expect the "Are you smarter than a fifth grader?" theme, but whatever. I got picked as to be one of the contestants in the second game, and you know it's to the end like. I'm in last place, like, got 3,600, and just decide, you know what, fuck it, we're all going to take something home, so I just, well, there's two, like, there's, like, three contestants, and each one has, like, a guest with them, like, <clears throat> like, you know, uh, I guess someone's, like, either, like, familiar with it, or is, like, fit, like, known at the uh, convention or whatnot, but, uh, anyway, like, we get the last question, it's, and the, the answer was, you would find character. You might find characters from this company fighting characters like Ryu from Street Fighter, and you had to name the game. And as and as soon as I read it, I'm like, my eyes just go completely wide. And uh, dude is about to tell me the answer. Like, I know, I know, I played this game. 
Tatsunoko versus Capcom was. The company was Tatsunoko. That's what we were looking for. So, yeah, I <coughs> I ended up doubling down and winning. Nice. So, I, you know, I got a bunch of stuff, primarily some uh, DVDs. And I showed you showed mm-hmm. them to you the uh, when I got them. Right. They're still in my suitcase. I haven't packed it yet. <clears throat> I still have to unpack my suitcase. Yeah. Uh, let's see. After that, um, I think I went to go uh, get lunch or something. Mm-hmm. But... <coughs> Uh, let's see. Red Queen. Uh, what else did I get? Yeah, so I was wandering around for a while longer. I went to, uh, I later go to the Bob Ross and the Joys of Gaming panel, which Ooh. was, it turned out to be something else because the dude who was cosplaying as Bob Ross and running the panel, like, forgot a bunch of stuff. So we were just, like, sitting around playing games for a while. And then there was Card Sharks after that in the same room. But it was just the guy holding up giant up, like, you know, s- setting out the giant playing cards and playing it like that. No questions or anything. There's two random people from the audience. I want something from that as well. Another DVD and a bunch of, like, little, like, candy and stuff. That's why you randomly saw me coming in with, like, a box of Pocky or, like, a tub of, tub of uh, Yan Yan. Mm-hmm. That's, what that, that's what stuff was from. Oh, okay. And, oh yeah, that's when I went, and it did, that was when I went to the uh, Drinking and Dragons panel. Now, you, you, I think you were turned off for like half of the panel, right? Like the second half of it? No, I was there from the start. You, you are? Oh, shit, I didn't even notice you. Mm-hmm. I sat next to you. Oh, shit, I must have been thinking of a different panel. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Eric was, uh, oh my God, he was hilarious how drunk he was. And the premise was uh, like they could, they're at this Arby's where they can order anything they want, and they decide, okay, so it's a dungeon, so let's order up some uh, dungeon monsters to kill. Red Dragon pops up. And the whole time, Glenn is being harassed by crabs, lobsters. And, <laughs> oh my God. This has to be the greatest Dungeons & Dragons moment I've ever witnessed in my life. He, his character in the game wants to run by the counter, shout his order to be placed, and then jump out the drive through window. You following me so far? Mm-hmm. I'm following. He then, after arguing from everyone else at the table, grabs his cell phone, calls up a local Arby's, and asks the girl who picks up if he can do that in real life and how, what they would do. And she just went along with it and said, sure. And so you know, Eric took that as his justification to do just that in game. And everybody at the table and everyone in the room was laughing their asses off. I'm like, what the fuck did I just get into? What is this? <laughs> All right, all right. Looking at the time, let's kind of skip things into Saturday. So okay, go uh, for it. All right, so let me pull up uh, my play sheet here. Okay, schedule. Saturday, you know, I got up early and went and grabbed some stuff from the store to eat for the for the rest of the weekend. So went back around, did some more um, for, uh, photos. I got some really cool cosplay fo- shoots, um, pictures, and whole cosplay stuff. Um, 
I the only thing I stopped in for name that anime tune, which was done in a Jeopardy style, which is cool because when it comes to anime tunes, you can have different categories for stuff, which is cool. Now one was Potpourri, and they played this one song, and I was basically the only person that knew the song. It was, and the host was like. You've all, if I tell you this, you have seen the show. This is the Japanese opening for the show. Basically, it was the opening theme for My Little Pony, the Japanese theme. So, I was at that panel too. Yep. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yep. So, after that, I, I, I walked around, did some more uh, photo shoots, and then about six o'clock, I stopped in and did, took care of the costume contest. Now, because of the size of the, uh, the con, which was kind of small, Oh, excuse me. It wasn't like a full skits and so forth. Basically, this is what they did. You walked up on stage, the MC would ask you a question, and you would answer that question as your character. And depending on how well it was answered, you would get another question or something like that. I guess if it was not that funny enough, here, this is what will happen. So... That, that was the first part. And the second part was just basic walk-ons. And that was it. That was actually done in under an, about an hour, hour 15 tops. And I like that. It was like a Comic-Con style. Well, I understand in the New England uh, conventions, the Comic-Cons up there, it's basically a walk-on type of event. Now, if you've been to New York Comic-Con and big cons like that, it, it's not just walk-ons. It skits the whole nine yards. So, you know. Then after that, I went back up to the room and changed into Luigi, and I got a few, couple of requests to run around as Luigi because it was a Booet and a Bowsette running around, so that was really awesome. So I did that and went to Super Mario's Super Mario Party. I thought it was going to be a fun interactive panel, but it was more like uh, people get picked to play Super Mario Party for the Switch. All right, that's fine. And then after that, I went to the formal dance. I'm not formal, the informal dance, which was all right. It, it, it kind of felt more like a high school dance slash kind of mosh pity type thing. Most of the time, I was just standing around like, okay, this is nice. And I left and went to check out some other stuff like the Link to the Past randomizer panel with Glenn. That was pretty cool. Um, That was basically it. That's all. That's basically what I did. Now, to me, Saturday was just like Friday, but it was a lot warmer. You know, it was a bit more people out. And, I'm, and when I open up, when I get to the front, to, to the lobby, I look around, I'm like, wow, there's a lot more people here. So, all right. Ari, how was your Saturday? Well, I was still kind of sick, so I'd spend more time in between panels up in the room, just, you know, laying around trying to recuperate. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I did go to the uh, <coughs> Name That Anime Tune panel, as you mentioned. And I was in physical pain, it seemed, with how uh, people were missing these uh, questions. Uh, let's see. I also checked out the uh, Red, Hul- Red Pool Hypnosis Panel, 18 Plus Edition. Dude, like, the dude's a trained hypnotist. He just happens to dress up like Red Pool. Deadpool, I mean. Mm-hmm. But he also said that if, like, you're not into, like, hypnosis, you, like, don't want to be, like, hypnotized and you really can't be uh, affected by it. So I guess it, like, took away from the panel, I guess. Um, also, the uh, breakfast buffet at the at the uh, that hotel restaurant was uh, pretty good. Like, 14 bucks, you know, you get, got, like, a nice spread going on. You got a guy creating, a, like, making omelets for you. Not bad. 
I know one of her friends got, you said a friend that got sick of eating there, right? Right. Like she was puking like all day or something. Mm-hmm. And I still say it was the cream they used on the uh, French toast that they were just sitting out there. Now let's see what else they go to. Oh, um, Cards Against Humanity, unofficial game show, which I got on and I won. This weekend was just going good for me in that regard. And I reach into their little treasure chest and I pulled out the Gungrave series on DVD. Ooh, good stuff. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, you know, some of the questions got kind of fucked up. And uh, they were asking random people the uh, uh, who was... Well, it wasn't like one person, like one of the six contestants being the card czar. It was like the host. Mm-hmm. And he would just, like, point to someone in the crowd to pick out an answer. And um, the last panel I went to was the uh, Link to the Past randomizer, yeah. which went longer because the uh, the debate, the Nerd Fit debate got canceled because uh, Eric was running the dance. Right. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> so Link to the Past randomizer, it's uh, you know, the game Link to the Past for the Super Nintendo, but all the items you get are randomized. Oh, yeah. There's also, there's a Metroid one, too, so. Yeah, it's like but it doesn't, like, completely fuck you over, like, keep you from getting items that you have to have to beat certain dungeons or areas or stuff like that. But, yeah, it does get, like, pretty random. Like, you might have to, find, like, walk through Dark Caves without the actual lantern, or you'd get, like, you'd beat a, du- a dungeon and get, like, one or two measly arrows for it, you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was fun to watch for a while. And after that, I, uh, well... I wasn't sure it was before or after, but uh, you and I like stopped at the bar to get something to eat, had a drink, which was nice. Mm, cool, cool. And yeah, that's how uh, Saturday went for me. All right. Now let's get, skip over to Sunday. You know, and normally on Sundays we would leave about two or three o'clock, depending on how long it takes us to get back home and what's going on with the con. Like a big con, like Otakon, uh, Katsu. Anime Next, Zenkai. We'll leave about three. Smaller cons, we'll probably leave about two. We left about one because, not just because of the trip, basically because of the trip coming back, but we kind of felt like, you know, we, 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 we've, we've, hit, we've hit our full. Now, I checked out the Deathmatch. Now, Deathmatch is basically two characters get up on stage and the fans vote for the most popular of the two. Whoever's the most popular kills the other person. And that's basically as simple as it was. And that we have recorded, and it was fun as hell. Um, I will say this. I like to give much props to the audience of Deathmatch because it came down to the finals of Team All Might, which is All Might, Deku, and Inko against Waluigi and Waluigi was just like coasting through the eliminations. He was like taking everybody out. And the fact that the team took out Waluigi, that, that, that was the best thing since sliced bread. Cause we all know that Waluigi is hot ghetto trash. I, I mean, think about it. The piranha plant got into smash brothers, but Waluigi I'm- didn't. I'm fairly certain Sakurai just does shit like this to, f- to fuck with the fan base. And I'm glad that he did. 
Like, I'm waiting for a panel where he just talks about how, and we've listened to all your favorite requests for all your favorite characters to be in the game. And the crowd just immediately starts up a Waluigi chant. And he's just, and he's just left, you know, completely flat footed, has no idea how to react. No, no, no. He's like stammering, looking around like, uh, oh, wait, this wasn't supposed to happen. No, no, no. He'll pull a WWE. What'll happen is, all right, fine. We have this. Um, they will play Waluigi's theme, and Luigi comes out in his colors. <sighs> Anywho, after that, they set up what was called AAC Ninja Warrior. Think of it, it's basically an obstacle course that they set up, which was kind of cool. Um, if I didn't have all my equipment on me, I would have stuck. I would have volunteered to, to give it a try, but... You were you, you stepped on these little step things. You have like uh, balance beams. You're shooting a Nerf gun. You go. You jump. You're running through like blow up tires. Going climbing under a net, crawling under a net. Then there's like these green ropes being tied together like a laser. You're climbing. You, you're crawling through that. Uh, you're jumping over a couple of obstacles like a couple of boxes. And then you're taking like this giant. Um, rubber like blow up tie and you're throwing it over i guess a, a, a blow up cone or something like that and it's like you look at it and you're like well it looks simple enough but how hard can it be and it's hard and i thought that was kind of fun because this was like for everybody to check out so that was the last thing that me and ari did so and after that we just got on the road and headed home now Ari, what? How was your Sunday? Similar to mine, or what else did you do? <clears throat> yeah, pretty similar. But you know, I was like, this is what I was seeing on my sickest, and uh, I like mm-hmm. didn't want to like interact with very much. So I'm like, sorry, you didn't get the uh, cosplay interviews we were going for. Well, um, but- well, I, I, what happened? What usually happened? My thing is when I put in to sign up for press, I usually get a response from them, like to sign up for stuff like you know for interviews. Now, they never got back to me because I never inquired back. So I figured, okay, what they usually do is, you know, they either email me back or when I get there, they have, like, the sign-up sheets. So <laughs> it didn't happen, but it was okay. It was cool. I still had a fun time, though. So, yeah, I was, like, you know, sitting in a corner at the at the Ninja Warrior panel, just, like, watching it occasionally. And just by the time I, it was, like, 1 o'clock or so, and I started hearing the uh, – the drawings for the uh, what was that group outside that was holding the raffles, the baskets? Operation Hammond. Yeah, once Operation Hammond started, you know, announcing the uh, winners, I like perked up and like looked outside because I had put in an, a bunch of you know drawings for the uh, the candy basket and the Pokemon basket. You know, mm-hmm. ho- hoping to see if I would win. Nah, I didn't. Oh well. So after that, we uh, packed up and left. Mm-hmm. Now, now again, you know, I went to this con instead of Anime NYC, and granted, I think because of how I was feeling, I probably would have had a lot more fun at AAC than Anime NYC, because I know if I went to that, I would have been so busy running around doing doing hall photography, I probably would not have time to sit down and enjoy a few panels left and right. But here, you know, I actually had time to enjoy the panels um do photography chat up with a couple of people and and meet up with some friends so i was i actually enjoyed it i actually liked it 
again, to me, AAC is one of those cons where it's small, it's chill, but you'll still have time. You'll still be able to do everything you want to do and then some. Plus the fact that there was food literally 15 minutes away walking. Now, when it comes back to Manchester, you probably do a little bit more walking, but it's not so bad. So, to me, uh, unless things change, I will always see AAC on my list of go-to conventions. What about you, Ari? Yes, it was a lot of fun. It was definitely, <coughs> you know, it's nice to uh, be able to get up there. And I just hopefully next year it won't be as bad, mm-hmm. or I'll like have my uh, travel plans better set up. Right, right. I, I again, like I said, with the snow thing, I have to say I think it was kind of unexpected because because the Port Authority and Penn Station basically shut down because it hit max capacity full of people. That never happens. Yeah, no, it was definitely worse than they were figuring it would be. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, like when they, if they go back to Manchester, they'll have the uh, game room again, definitely. so it won't feel like I'm like just either wandering around doing nothing or just wasting time up in a room thinking I should be down there doing something more important than this. Man, let me tell you something. Kind of a catch twenty-two like that. If I actually thought, if I actually realized that, I probably would have told you, bring your TV. I'm bringing the PS2. I would, we would have just set up shop somewhere on a table and been like, here. Hmm. Also, that pizza we got wasn't wasn't all that, that good. That, 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 Marco, the pizza was really bad. We ordered pizza from a pizzeria, and it tasted like pizza you would get from a 7-Eleven. Mm. I mean, there was more bread than cheese and pepperoni. I think I ate like three slices of it. And I'm just like, the hell? Good pizza after two slices. I'm good. You know, like, fuck. But anyhow, now that we got that out the way, uh, we got some regular news to talk about. So, uh, Mako, I-, I think I think you kind of hyped about this, aren't you? Yeah. So tell us about some of the great news that we missed being at AAC that happened at Anime NYC, please. Yeah, so um, Viz had a panel at Anime NYC and basically announced that they are doing Sailor Moon Stars. Um, which is really, really exciting because uh, Stars has never been dubbed before. So we are finally getting an actual dub. Four stars. We're getting an actual statewide release of stars. And that's coming out in spring of 2019. Yep. And this was a bit of a discussion on my Facebook about, you know, about the issues behind stars. Long story short, you could not have shown stars on regular TV at 530 in the afternoon, 10 plus years ago. It would not have flown. Not when you have three characters changing from male to female. No matter how they're not changing from male to female. Well, you let's know. get this straight. All right. They are females that are cross-dressing. That's the manga, but you know how it is in the anime. But I just no, hope... that's nope. the anime too. Okay. Well, I've only watched stars once, so that's the anime too. All it's right. just the relationship between Uranus and Neptune is oh, blatant. Mm-hmm. 
the relationship between, or I should say the relationship that Sayo wants with Usagi is blatant. You go to different countries and different countries handled this differently. Mm-hmm. Italy, the starlights um, in their human form were male that called on their sisters, their twin sisters, when they needed to fight. So the three senshi were different than the three humans. Japan, obviously, they were women that were cross-dressing because they were trying to find their princess and figured that, you know, being singing idols would help them find their princess. Mm-hmm. And I will say stars got dark real quick. And that's the other thing is stars is very dark because every single character dies. Yes. Doesn't it like the opening of the, of the, of this chapter, like, <coughs> pardon me. Doesn't the series open with Mamoru getting killed in a plane crash or something? Yes. And also the fact that stars opens up where they're still fighting, fighting Nehalania and shit. It's like, Oh no, no, no. We got to finish it up here. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. But um, if you like, I, look, since this is not going to be on TV anytime soon, I I think the tra- the dubbing is going to go smooth uh, like it like the Japanese counterpart, you know. Yeah, I I think that's the reason why they're looking at spring for the video release is just they don't have there's nothing. So they don't have to please the fans with, you know, trying to get the dub correct. All they have to do is translate it and go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and thankfully, a lot of what's going on is, be- is being overseen by not just by Toei, but Naoko Takeuchi herself. So. so I'm kind of happy about that. Yeah, I'm still displeased at the anime and the direction it took because it strayed very very far away from the manga Mm -hmm. but it'll be nice to finally see this being done and maybe once this is fully done and complete and they can just start from you know the beginning and go on maybe it'll actually be released on you know Saturday nights I have a feeling come around 2020 2021 we'll be seeing Sailor Moon on um on Adult Swim. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't think it's going to take that long. I would say definitely by summer or fall of 2019. If they're going to put it on there, they're going to do it. Because you figure that's 200 episodes if they start, like if they go from start to finish. That's four years that it's going to take them to do it every Saturday. True, because they kind of did the same thing with uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like, right as soon as Stardust Crusaders finished, they jumped right into Diamond is Unbreakable. And maybe if we're lucky, when Diamond is Unbreakable is complete, they'll jump right into Golden Wind. All right. Um, Ari, what's going on with Devil May Cry? <coughs> uh, let's see. Um. Adi Shankar is developing a Devil May Cry animated series. Uh, he produced the next Netflix Castlevania series, confirmed with video game reviews website IGN on Friday. 
It's developing an animated series based off the Devil May, Devil May Cry games. So this series will join Castlevania, what we're now calling the bootleg multiverse. <laughs> and he said, I acquired the Devil May Cry rights myself so the jabronis in Hollywood can't fuck this one up, too. Wow. <coughs> Let's see. He also posted about it on Twitter. Uh, Devil May Cry series in- previously inspired a 12-episode television anime series by Madhouse in 2007. ADV Films and Funimation later released on the home video, and Crunchyroll began streaming the anime in June. Uh, the most recent release in the series, Devil May, Cry, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition, launched in June 2015. And this edition is an updated version of the original 2008 Devil May Cry 4. Capcom released the Devil May Cry HD collection, set for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and North America on March 13th. And it's the first three games. Devil May Cry 5 will launch on March 8th, 2019. It celebrated its 15th anniversary in 2016. The game series also inspired novels, manga, and stage plays with crossover with Sengoku Basara. And it's getting a new stage play called Devil May Cry The Live Hacker. Mm. I've never really gotten into Devil May Cry. I've only only, really known of Dante and Virgil through... uh, you know, the crossover games that Capcom sticks them in. Yeah, but I mean, as an action adventure RP, action RPG type game, it's actually a lot of fun. Devil May Cry, starting from the very beginning, has been one of those series that I just, I can play over and over and over and over again. Which is why when they created Bayonetta, I can sit down and play Bayonetta over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually thinking about picking up the HD collection because it's only 20 bucks, And plus, my DMC4 game save will work. Yeah, I have to look. I'm almost <laughs> positive that I purchased for the Xbox, but I have to double check. But I'm pretty damn sure I have the HD collection. I could have sworn I, I could have sworn I picked up the, the, the collection for 360, but I only have the... Um, I only have uh, DMC three, I think, or whatever one. It's on my shelf, but I am definitely looking at getting it though. Cause I cause supposedly, uh, if you get it through the if you for Xbox, if you order it from the Microsoft Store, uh, the, uh, the digital store, the collection comes with ec- extra stuff that's not available um, in the retail. So. Mm, that I don't. That I haven't heard. I just know that it's twenty bucks if you download it. So no, I'm looking right now. It's thirty bucks if you download it. Oh, then why was I seeing somebody saying it was twenty bucks? I don't know. But they have a bundle for forty five, which comes with the you get DMC, DMC two, DMC three special edition, and you get DMC four special edition all rolled together. I mean, that's, I think that's not bad, but. Yeah, I have to look. I'm pretty damn sure I got the collection. I just think I ended up getting it for 360. Yeah. yeah. And then ended up getting the new game for the new system. Yeah, because the HD collection that you can get retail, like physical copy, you get, you only get the first three, uh, first three titles. 
Yeah, I'll have to look. Yeah, I'll figure it out one way or another. All right, so we got, we're going to cover our last topic of the night, and then we're going to strange news from Japan, then pack it up and get the hell up on out of here, provided that this site works. All right, so some of you know the guy, know Greg Wicker. He has traveled a lot of conventions in his convention career running game shows. And one of the things he's known for is creating new game shows based on themes and animes, building them on existing game show ideas and engines and so forth, which is kind of creative. Now, he just recently announced his retirement. And the reason why his retirement is due to his arrest. It seems that Greg Wicker, known as James Gregory Gregor Wicker, was arrested on charges of animal cruelty. 43-year-old Wicker contacted Morgantown Police and West Virginia to turn himself in on the morning of October 30th. Police arrived at the residence to find a kitten injured among the nine cats in the home. Nine cats? God damn. He was sharing the home with his girlfriend who was fostering the cats for Appalachian Peace Paws Rescue. The injured kitten was strangled but not killed. County Animal Control was contacted and took custody of the five took custody of five of the cats at the home. Um the web the company uh, the rescue uh people, Appalachian Peace Paws Rescue, said on Facebook that they know what was going on and all the cats have been removed. Wicker was charged with felony animal abuse and released from police custody on ROR. A personal art now no one now for those of you need to know that's just a promise that they'll appear to be in court and you don't have to pay anything to get out of jail or something like that long story short he got drunk and I guess he went on this bit of a rampage and choked out the kitten by accident and he explains on his uh, Facebook page um, that he's dealt with the struggle of alcohol, which I get. Uh, and he says that he was intoxicated at the time and he was still intoxicated when he turned himself into the police. God damn, dude. What the fuck happened? To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase symbol. I, 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 what, I, 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 I can't. People deal yeah. with their depression differently. Okay. That's all. That, say no more. Say no more. I, I, I get it. I was just, I couldn't make the connection, but you made the connection for me. I, I get it. And I understand. Wicker has stated that after his release, he was admitted into rehab and spent a week in treatment as attending AA and, and going through therapy. As we've said, he was the host of the Grego game show panels and was a convention regular since 1999 when he first premiered Anime Match Game at Project Acon in Dallas. He's repeatedly at Anime Blast Chattanooga as well as Ohio Con, Anime Spark, and many others. He was to be the guest of honor at Zen Kaikon 2019, but the con has removed him from the list and so forth. The con removed him after he retired. But there's some overlap. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is, you have to have a lot going on that you even have the ability to get drunk and hurt a kitten. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's that's one of those, you know, kind of warnings. Like when you can actually do something like that for, you know, a lot of social issues. So I wish him a speedy recovery, but, you know, that's fucked up. Yes. Maybe if he's lucky, he'll get a chance at redemption, but you got to prove that shit. Uh, no. it'll, be, it'll be a long time coming. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just that, that's 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 I I don't see him doing anything in in the convention scene ever again. Fair enough. I'm just saying maybe he'll get a chance at redemption, but just because I say he might get one, that doesn't guarantee that he will. If everyone's like you know he's canceled, then he's canceled. I ain't gonna sit here and cape or push. I ain't, nope. That's not me. Nope. 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 I got my own shit to deal with. And it's kind of interesting because I've been hearing nothing but mixed things about the guy. And I kind of knew him on a personal level for a little bit. But then it's like, you know, I kind of went my own way. But I will say this. I love the fact that he would create his own game shows and stuff based off of like existing game shows. And he would write the code and design it through Flash and so forth. That I think is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's definitely a very creative guy. But most of what I've heard mm-hmm. about how he acts is negative. Oh, I know, I know, I know. So, I mean, and granted, most of what I heard with him acting negative is after he'd been drinking. So, obviously, issues. Yes, and I mean, and from what I could tell, it looks like he's had drinking issues. But, you know, I'm just saying... If you have drinking issues, why are you drinking at a con? I just, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't say this. Whatever. All right, we're done with that. We're gonna get into strange news from Japan, and we're gonna get the hell up on out of here. Can I take the last one? Uh, sure. I'll take the second one. Okie dokie. I have to have it load. Okay. So, a 35-year-old otaku ends up throwing a wedding ceremony, paying over $17,000 so that he can marry his 2D crush. 2D. 2D. Not only that, but over three dozen guests attended the ceremony and the reception where the groom and Hatsune Miko drank a wedding toast, cut cake, and exchanged rings. So, being a huge fan, um, he ended up creating this whole wedding ceremony... Which, you know, weirdly enough, you can do in Japan. And, uh, yeah, so he threw himself a full-scale wedding to declare his eternal love for Miku. And both he and a plushie of the bride dressed in wedding attire. 
like full on white tux and his plushie has a very lacy white wedding gown. He actually had it in a wedding chapel in the heart of Tokyo and had 39 guests, which was followed by a formal reception with drinking and wedding cakes. I will say the fan art is cute, but... Mako? Hmm? Promise me that if I ever go if I ever go down this road that you will hit me with a hammer and wipe my hard drives. What if you decide that you're actually going to marry Minako? Yeah. I think I might hit you with my car before that happens. Somebody Trust do me, something. It will it will never get to that point. <laughs> Oh, I know, but I'm saying, this is like a warning for the rest of us who think they might be getting too bad at a, you know, being like in the talk of like going too far into into that uh, creepy super fan kind of thing. I this don't... is where you're like, okay, this is where the line is. I have to step back a bit. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's one thing where um, it's. If it was if it was the wedding and it was a Miku Hatsune cosplay, that okay. This, well, the thing is, there are a lot of how should I put this? There are a lot of people that find attraction to a lot of non human things it's funny you bring this up because it was this cosplayer i was friends with on facebook who started talking like she is no longer attracted to dudes she's only attracted to 2d characters and attracted to aliens and shit i'm just like there are people on your head no there are people that have married roller coasters there are people that have married um, Ferris wheels. There are people that have had sex with their cars. Because it's a thing. So at least it's a character with an actual personality. Even if it is a fake personality. Lisa wasn't in the form of a body pillow. People have done that. We've talked about that. And thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. I'm going to need a drink. Please do. You're probably go get your drink while I talk about the uh, the loyalty point heist of 2018. It seems that a Hokkaido man was arrested for pretending to visit an e- an Aeon shopping center 2.7 million times. Now, here here's the thing: you get loyalty points for stepping into this 
this shopping mall. If you have the app, you can receive two yen, which is two cents worth of points, by just setting a, a foot in one of the company's many malls and department stores. Under this program, the, our, our um, a person of interest here, 29-year-old Daigo Sugano, he stands accused of pretending to have entered an Eon establishment nearly 2.7 million times. Now, with these loyalty points, he was he were able to cash them in. He was trying to get about a little bit, almost a little bit under five and a half million yen, which translates to about forty-seven thousand dollars. Now he did this by faking the GPS data on his computers to appear as if he entered the place when he really didn't. It's sort of like spoofing with Pokemon Go. The large numbers were achieved with the help of forty-five laptops and a thousand accounts. Jesus. Look, there are these, there are these, look, look, this reminds me back in the day where there was these programs where if you had a banner running while your computer was on, you could earn like money, like two cents for every like 10 minutes or something like that. There were people that would run like little apps where every so often the mouse would slightly move so your computer doesn't go to sleep so you can continue to bank these number, the money or apps where you can run multiple banners and stuff like that. Yeah. That does not surprise me in the least. Now, after having successfully stolen the points amounting to 140 yen, he appeared to have gone for one big score. And despite his efforts to spread the wealth among fake accounts, the rapidly increasing number of visits was still on the raise of flag at Eon, who reported the anomaly to police. Now, when you do this stuff, there are systems that check this. If there is like, if, if the numbers shoot up or shoot below a certain threshold, they will track it and see what's going on if it's not normal. Now, including his cheated points and false accounts, it would have added up to a criminal savings and so forth. This is just ridiculous. You would think that Sagano had some type of ultimate goal with a significant sum of cash, perhaps funneling it to an offshore account and then moving to the freedom of a tropical island, or he could have gone to an urgent need like a sick relative with expensive medical bills. He told the police that he was using the points for shopping. I would have just cashed out and just ran. That's what I, that's what I would have done. Took the money and run. Now, as no shocker, he was reported to be unemployed at the time of his arrest. Wow. I guess this is how he was supposed to make money, huh? Yeah. Let's just say the internet community was not so forgiving. Such as, <coughs> isn't it easy just to get a job? But he had, but he had the means to get forty-five laptops. What a complete waste of waste of effort, time, and intelligence. Even if he went to Aeon a hundred times every day, it would take seventy-four years to do what he said. Christ. The investigation is still going, but the police have found the person behind it. And with the conviction, another criminal's dream of hitting the big time will have gone up in smoke. And there are those who use the point programs like Eons to their fullest and earn a nice, legally acquired chunk of change because of it. But let this be a reminder to those who are handed a stamp card at a sandwich shop and think that is their ticket to ill-gotten riches. It just is not worth it. Christ.
I mean, there are ways to, there are ways to scam the system, but Christ on a stick. All right, we're done. We're gonna play our last track. We're gonna, no, we're gonna not. go over this nope. last article. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I totally forgot. It's all right. <laughs> I'm looking at the time going, uh, 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 fuck, you know? Tokyo man arrested after telling a woman he wanted to rub just her breasts. There... Under normal circumstances, while you're asking someone for something, making your request as limited as possible as politeness, let me have a buddy of your cake is less of imposition than let me have the whole thing. But again, this is under normal circumstances. Tokyo resident Yoshimichi Nakashima, though, didn't earn any points for consideration, despite making what he thought would be a modest request. On an undisclosed date in August, the 43-year-old construction worker, you mean he's not unemployed, spotted a female <laughs> university student walking home in the city's Adachi ward, came up from behind her and grabbed her, saying, let me rub just your breasts. Obviously, this twisted display of restraint didn't impress the young woman who already felt Nakashima was going much too far when she resisted he fled but nearby security cameras caught the attack and now he's been arrested by tokyo metro police nagashima submitted to the crime saying i was unable to control my sexual desire what a what a fucking charmer similar crimes have been reported in the area while the incident took place and investigators are now looking into whether or not he was behind those as well which would just be one more strike against him what a fucking charmer this guy is I got nothing. Can we go now? Yes. Yes, we can. We can go now. Okay, then. All right. So, we'll be back.
Yeah. <laughs>
Sounds like somebody jumped the gun there. <laughs> Dude, did you did? Wasn't me. You didn't hear a voice say mic on, did you? No, I just heard someone unmute and just tap their headset. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, don't worry about it. It'll be edited out. But anywho, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you about what we like and don't like, eh, we're straight up about it. So if you have any questions about the show, Drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our po- weekly podcast, links to our YouTube videos, our Facebook photo gallery, our anime reviews, cosplay tips and tutorials, convention reports, all that cool stuff, all there at animejamsession.com. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM, or whatever application you use to check out podcasts. Just search Anime Jam Session and you'll find it. Some of these um, sites allow you to give you the option to give a review, so we want to hear from you. If you can't email, give us a comment. We're all for it. We appreciate that. Don't forget to follow us on social media, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. All reaches to Anime Jam Session. Um, if it wasn't for all of you supporting us on these social media pages, we really couldn't do the show without y'all. We really couldn't get the word out. So thank you so much. We really appreciate that. And don't forget, we're here on the VOD Network twice a week, live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m., encore presentations Thursdays at um, 2 p.m. We're going to go around the room for last words. Last words, Ari. Um, you know, I'm just looking at the range on these uh, wireless headphones, and it's pretty good. I've been... You know, wandering around my apartment cleaning shit up in this time, so it's still pretty good. My last words. Um, I'm gonna try to track down that PS4 and, and watch uh, John Wick tonight. Pop up some popcorn, have something to drink. That'll work. Last words, Mako. I'm very, very tired. All right, that is it. We're getting out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com 
and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs>